The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the ancient world, people used to worship powers. The sun is very powerful, so they worship the sun. Wind can be very destructive, so they worship the wind. Rain and water can cause floods and and, uh, destroy a lot of things, so they worship water. Now, they noticed that when they worshiped these gods that were manifested in these powers, that the gods didn't have very much of a personality. In fact, they didn't even talk. They didn't make any oaths. They didn't make any promises. Why should they? Why should they make promises and oaths to underlings? And then God appeared to Moses at the burning bush. And the first thing that God does at the burning bush is he introduces himself I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. So what does that mean, that he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Well, those are the three guys that that, uh, God made promises. God made promises. So my question today is, why would God want to make promises with us underlings? So let's say you wake up in the morning, and there's the kids there, standing there, and you say to them, listen, when I get home from work... I'll take you out for ice cream. So you get back from work, right? You're tired. It was a long day, more than you expected. You finally sit down and you're lazy, boy. You put your feet up. You finally get this, a second to relax for once. And immediately the kids come over and say, ice cream, you promised. So you think it to yourself, well, why did I do that for? Why, why did I do that? The reason why you made a promise to your kids in the morning is that you wanted to give them a reason to get excited when you came home at night. You wanted to give them a reason to want to come to you. You wanted to give them a reason why they would approach you and they want to be with you. And that's exactly why God made promises to us. Now, the reason I say that is because in the first reading, it's a, it's a terrific story, God wants to meet Moses up on top of Mount Horab. And he said, bring the tablets. So picture Moses, he's got his gray beard, right? And he's got his backpack, and he has to put these two big, heavy stones in his backpack. And he has to climb up this steep mountain in the middle of the desert. And he's thinking to himself, why couldn't we meet in the top of the hub where they have air conditioning and the elevators? Meanwhile, right, God is coming down from heaven. He's floating, floating on a nice, fluffy cloud. And so they meet on top of the mountain. Moses is probably just uh, wasted, exhausted. 
God's all fresh and happy. And God says to Moses, I am slow to anger, rich in kindness, compassionate, merciful. Now, why would God reveal his personality to Moses? Why would God want to do that? So that the Israelites blow and that Moses, who are very flawed, very, very imperfect, would have now a reason why they would want to go to God, who is slow to anger and rich in kindness. We all know this story of Job. And, and the book of Job begins in that God's court up in heaven. And God's with his court, and uh, the prosecuting attorney, which is, he's called Satan, says to God, nobody likes you. So God says, I, they do. I beg to differ. Job likes me. So the prosecuting attorney says, yeah, just because you give him stuff. Take away the stuff, and he won't like you anymore. He says, go ahead, see what happens. So the prosecuting attorney was permitted to go down and wipes out everything that Job has. He has nothing left except his wife. Uh, and, uh, of course, Job still is faithful to God. But Job is also a little upset. So he files a lawsuit against God. He says, this is not fair. I want my stuff back. So God sends a whirlwind, right, down and pulls Job up into his heavenly court. And then God says to Job, when he gets to before you present your case against me, I just want to personally thank you for helping me with creation. Oh, I want to thank you so much for helping me figure out how many gallons of water it takes to fill up the ocean. And thank you so much for helping me with uh, building the Himalaya mountains. Boy, that was a backbreaker, wasn't it? But thank you for being there and helping me. And thank you for helping me figure out how to get a bird to fly. All those, you know, the, the wings, great idea. And thank you very much for helping me pick out the colors. And last night's uh, sunset, I got a lot of likes and subscriptions. And what, Job, what God did is he took Job around the universe, all the places, and showed the magnificence and the wonders of his creation. But God also showed him the mosquitoes and the viruses and all the thunderstorms that, uh, that, that, delay, or that, that delay your flights. <laughs> what God was doing is he's saying, look it, I didn't create creation so that you could just enjoy perfection. I created the world so we could have a relationship to give you reasons why do you want to come to me. You want to be my God. That's a terrific story. I think we forget that. We forget that. We forget that God made promises. Promises. Big promises. Why? So <laughs> we'll turn to him in this imperfect world. Things won't go wrong. When things go wrong, when things are not right, when things are not perfect out there, we have somebody to go to. There's a reason why we're celebrating this feast day today, the feast of God. There's a reason why there's a trinity, because there's a, there, there, there's a relationship God is a relationship and wants us a part of that relationship. In order for that to happen, we've got to remember, we have to remember that God made promises and he's going to keep them.